reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! Doom Patrol Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Cole. With me as always. It is Murray Fox, and we are going to be looking at Doom Patrol number 115 from November 1967. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. We've got a crazy, wacky cover. <laughs> the Bob Brown special. That's right. The Mutant Master. One <sighs> giant eyeball <laughs> with a body and floating eyeballs are like a science fiction staple especially from the 60s totally and well, this guy's not it's not floating at least he's he's got a he's, head it's just attached, that's all eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some hairy shoulders that you need some manscaping pronto. totally totally he would uh he would not survive in the 2000s here yeah he would benefit from a waxing gravy <laughs> absolutely Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. I know this is going to be a big one, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so we get to, get to the splash page, and we have uh, three hairy dudes mm-hmm. in front of a uh, map of our globe of the world. Watch Terrifying Cauldron going to spew forth this 20th century witch's brew. Is it some <laughs> terrible short-lived accident or a horrible wave of the future? You'll shiver at the sight and gasp at the plight of... The Mutant Master. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yes. So you got these three dudes uh, dancing around. Big eyeball yeah. dude dancing around the globe. Are you ready, dear brothers? Fellow spawns of the Holocaust, are you ready to claim our terrible tribute from this miserable earth? Ready to scorch its land and crush its inhabitants? We are ready, er. Let them hear our cry of vengeance. E R E R E. Like that great vocab. So Ur says, Then let us begin. Let there be no moment of mercy. Let no inner weaknesses turn us aside from the terror we must inflict. Crush them, crush them all. <laughs> Dude, he's got eyes in his palms. They all have like two fingers and a thumb. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Nightcrawler. <laughs> and this guy's got eyeballs in his palm, but a blank face. And the other dude doesn't even have a head. He's just got a face <laughs> in the middle of his chest. That's awesome. <laughs> they're wearing, like, those racing pants, those uh, skin-tight oh, they're, like, they're like wrestling tights. Yeah, that's what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they go right, right down to the boots, so. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a lovely look. <laughs> yeah but let them know one moment before the end of time why this judgment has been passed upon their worthless beings that's it with his face and his chest <laughs> I don't understand who are these things or what are they for another moment that must remain their sickening secret <laughs> sickening All right. we cut to the chief in the chief's lab as usual yeah 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 all righty so, Putting the finishing touches on blasting Madame Rouge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Psycho Ray is being shot into the TV set. 
and broadcast directly into her mind from the portrait of some scary dude that hangs on her bedroom wall. Yeah, totally. It's like a... I was going to say Frankenstein. I'm not sure <laughs> how we got in there to install the ray. I don't know. But uh, there it is. Yes. He's, uh... He is something. So he's berserking her in the brain. <laughs> Meanwhile... The brain and Monsieur Mala are also bizarre. I'm wondering why she's not getting more and more evil with the treatments they're giving her. So they're like, "Well, we got to uh, increase the dosage, I guess." <laughs> That's what you do if if it's not working. You just up the dose, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Monsieur Mala says, "This is no normal backsliding. Some outside influence is affecting her. It has to be the chief." Oh. He's a smart monkey. <laughs> And uh, the brain's like, Impossible! Even that man cannot cure schizophrenia with a magic wand from 3,000 miles away. Never mind. <laughs> the device implanted in her pillow will do the job. Alrighty. So, two great minds battle for a third. <laughs> so, yeah, she's being blasted from both sides. She's like, ah! Wakes up. Copy, I can't stand it. Something inside of me, pulling at me, tearing me apart. The pain is unbearable. <laughs> so what you need? A cigarette, of course. Of course. Ah, uh, calm her down. <laughs> but, uh, uh, she's still having problems. There's something growing inside her brain. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. The chief's like, the effect started by the ray will continue to grow within her brain until in three hours she's free. Huh. We'll see. <laughs> Larry comes in and thinks Chief's just talking to himself. Suddenly on the Jumbotron there we get the uh, incredible creatures appeared only moments ago and our roving reporter, always on the job, trailed them here. We'll try to interview them. But first a word <laughs> from our sponsor. Of course, they have no mouths. Oh, one of them has a mouth. And they still find ways to speak, so yeah, you could interview. He's got a he's got a mouth in the middle of his chest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how that dude with the, just the eyeball talks. Maybe it comes out of his uh, eyelids. It's like tele- telepathic or something. <laughs> Maybe, or the eyelids work like lips. That's what it looks like. Always looks like he's blinking. Exactly. <laughs> it's like the strobe effect. <laughs> that's some hard lips to read. That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, he's like he'd be like bumping into stuff all the time if he's talking too much. Exactly. <laughs> so the other just downtown trashing stuff. Oh, they they trash the video camera, beat up the reporter. <laughs> Creatures, beside us you have the intelligence of an ant and the strength of a flea. You call us creatures? Educate the fool, brothers. Ooh, he's a like macho man. <laughs> totally. Educate the fool. It's very yeah. Mr. T. Yeah. So Eyeball Hands picks up the dude and uh, No Head smashes the camera. Bummer. This was their chance. This was their I shot at fame and fortune. They totally had the mic and they just dropped it. It sucks. So Robot Man's like, yeah, look at those things. They look like people that got in the mix master. <laughs> And Rita's like, so you guys say. Yeah. (laughs) Talking. That's right. Cast of the world. Fabulous freaks poking fun at somebody else's strings. 
Uh, these guys aren't strange. They're stomach turners. <laughs> <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> Degrees of freakiness. <laughs> wow, we, we've got some real stuffing issues here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? And what about us? A walking mummy, a rubber girl, and a tin man? You don't think we've killed a few appetites? <laughs> uh, no, not really. Not Mr. really, Robot. man. They're, uh, that's right. They've seen robots The weirdest before. one is the guy in bandages and, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, she Look, looks like a normal chick. Yes. Most of the time. <laughs> Except when she's doing that one-armed big thing. That's, that's kind of freaky. <laughs> totally. So shortly they head downtown to uh, wrestle with these dudes. And wrestle they do. Oh, in, in addition to having just one giant eyeball in his face, that guy Ur can also shoot a laser out of it, apparently. Cool. Then he melts one of Cliff's arms. <laughs> That's okay, he's got a million of them. But Rita's on, like, a peacekeeping mission. She's like, we came to be our friends, to learn what you are and who you want. And this is Tony Fritas. And Rita's like, our friends? <laughs> friends? <laughs> Would you make a friend of a worm or a roach? <laughs> Understand one thing. We are better than men. Far better. You people can never cope with us. The best you can do is cease struggling. Watch. Brother R directs his atomizer for one brief moment and... <laughs> that truck turns to, I don't know, dust, I guess. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's like, now touch it, woman. Ooh, hey, back, back <laughs> off here, buddy. First date and everything. <laughs> touch the giant eye. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it won't hurt you. No, she touches the truck and it crumbles to dust. That's right. Yes, but that is just the beginning. Now Brother Ear will demonstrate his strange talent. So the dude <laughs> with the uh, eyeballs in his palms holds his hand up to a big sign, I guess. The Yodel Cheese Company. <laughs> Yodel Cheese Company uh, billboard. And uh, looks like he just shoots it full of buckshot. Totally. Right. A bunch of little holes. The magnificent harmony of destruction, and they all focus their lasers, their beams on uh, a condemned building and strip the whole outer wall away. <laughs> they destroy it layer by layer, like killing an onion. <laughs> and then there's nothing left of the building except for dust and steam. Look at that. It was a condemned building, though. Very nice. It was nice of them, yeah. It saves, it saves the workers a lot of time. Totally. They're saving the city tax money. Well, yeah. Well, except for it's probably a private contractor, and those workers are now out of, out of the gate. <laughs> That's probably, you know, two good two weeks' work. Yeah. Down the tubes. Other families will starve. These guys are villains. <laughs> villains. Totally. This was but a small exhibit of our power, Earthlings. We will strike only once more, and from that blow, none shall escape. Like, before you go, Blinky, I'm going to close that eye for you. There you go. Let him go, Cliff. You got a tacky yellow liver, Larry? Okay, I'll fight alone. One arm. You'll do nothing except get back to headquarters with us. We don't even know what we're facing, metal moron. There we go. End of part one. Ah, wow. And we get a couple of ads here. We've got Jerry Lewis... <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Jerry Lewis, Tomahawk, and uh, Bomba the Jungle Boy. He gets like a full page ad. Bomba is uh, duking it out against some snakes and a big golden statue. Wow. Uh-huh. That Bomba, he does stuff. He gets around, I guess. <laughs> Yes, TV's, he's from TV, look at that, TV's Teen Jungle Star. Alrighty. Oh, yeah. Alrighty. Oh, and the Spectre. He is in his own magazine now. Finally. Totally. Fighting, let me see, pirates and Roman Just legionnaires and, and somebody with a mace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't you dare miss this issue or you'll be haunted the rest of your life. Uh-huh. It's a spectacular <laughs> announcement. Oh, dear gosh. <laughs> Ba-dum-bop. All righty. Back so to the story are, in progress. Back to the story here and he gets the explanation. Indeed, he does talk with mental telepathy. Ah, uh, there you go. They don't actually talk. So that's good. Yes. He doesn't want to have that tripping over things problem when he's trying to talk and walk <laughs> at the same time. That's right. What are they and where do they come from? The electronic brain might tell us that. So he welds a new, new hand onto Cliff and they go to the computer. It's the largest computer system yet developed. It contains all human knowledge kept up to date within 24 hours. Dang. Mm-hmm. So the computer is uh, analyzing. That's right. Super brain. So uh, Larry thinks they're aliens, but the computer brain says no, they are Earth people. Human mutations. They were apparently born in the first atomic experiments in 1945. Radiation making freaks. Like Godzilla. <laughs> right. All right. They're Godzilla people. <laughs> the first children of the atomic age. No wonder they're angry, the poor things. Angry at who? Angry at everybody who's alive and normal, you dope. The world made them this way, and they're going to pay it back double. But how? Meanwhile, far over the Atlantic... Faster, brothers! There is much we can do before we can bring the wrath of the universe down upon this miserable world. <laughs> They laughed at our twisted body. Now they'll die with that laugh on their lips. Uh-huh. One hour later at an astronomical observatory, something incredible has come on the scope. And there's a meteor. It's a Halley's Comet. Right on. Not just any meteor. It's Halley's Comet. Right way off course and heading straight towards the Earth. <laughs> Turns out the mutant dudes are spinning Haley's Comet out of the universe, out of the galaxy, and bringing it crashing to Earth. Wow. Oh, they have seven hours to stop this horrible thing happening. <laughs> That's a long time to be standing there with your arms pointing up at the sky. Yeah, yeah. They're all they're in a triangle, shooting their beams up into space. They got their hands outstretched, suffocation to the universe. Yeah, that's, they're going to cramp up or something. It's like a survivor challenge. That's uh... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Who's going to get the immunity idol? <laughs> that's right. First one to flinch. I'm, I'm voting for a guy with no face. He never flinches. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so Negative Man's like, all right, I'll send Negative Man out and he'll fly the two of you over. 
Nightman can't take me. He can never carry my body. So you two will be alone. And the chief says, no, they won't. I'll have another ally for them in three hours. <laughs> he thinks. Because in three hours, Madame Rouge will have completed that fantastic struggle taking place within her brain. And she'll join forces with us. He's very confident, this chief. That's right. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Rita's going to love having Madame Rouge on the team. Oh, yeah. Why not? <laughs> Another stretchy lady. Ooh. Well, one's married. The one they have is already married, so it's pretty nice to have a stretchy lady, isn't all? That's right. Someone else that the guys yeah. can goo-goo eyes for. Yeah. Rita, I hate that. No kidding. Of course, we're totally getting ahead of ourselves, because we know Madame Rouge does not join the team. What? I know. I thought for sure she did. <laughs> we'll see. We cut to Madame Rouge. And she's looking in the mirror. She says, <laughs> scratching her scalp. Oh, yes, yeah. Yusha, I listen no more to you. You are evil. You are sickness. You are death. Let me be. No, ma chérie. I am you. The true you. Not this stupid little pussycat that the chief wants you to be. Yeah. No more. I am done with you. You robbed me of my honor, my freedom. You threw me in with this band of barbarians. Now I finish you. You <laughs> throw the telephone in the mirror. That's right. And when you're arguing with your mirror. talking to her. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. You are gone from me. I expel you as they expelled the witches long ago. <laughs> oh, <laughs> little one. You are the one who shall be driven out. Mon Dieu, my face, what is happening? <laughs> this is too funny. Take like the drum. She stretches. <laughs> it is so, little lamb, and you shall see why. And, uh, of course, the inevitable happens, and late Madame Rouge and dark Madame Rouge split <laughs> like a piece of uh, silly putty being torn in half. That's right. She gets cut in half, pulled apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then so a full page spread. Uh, check it out. That is a great, great... <laughs> two stretchy ladies beating the crap out of each other. That's right. As only stretchy ladies can. Hair pulling and... Yeah. <laughs> that is a mean, mean face on the evil one there. I know. Ouch. Now, oh. pussycats, there are two of us, but only one of us shall survive. The other shall die, and then be reunited with the survivor. And I shall be the survivor. We shall see, my red sister. To be <laughs> does not mean to be weak. We shall see who this survives. Daughter of the devil. <laughs> Duke it out. What's that? Duke it out. Yeah, for sure. We cut back to Halet's Comet. It's uh, drawing ever closer, ever closer. Its gravitational effects begin to be felt on Earth. Seas suddenly go wild. (laughs) Big tidal waves and tsunami action. Uh huh. Some city has just been flooded. Uh, uh, come, fiery faith, closer, closer. Burn this cold and useless world to a crisp. Let none survive this day. Uh, Native man drops off over man and Rita. Uh-huh. And, uh, Larry, uh, man, of course, runs in and punches the dude there. Because that's what he does. That's right. One big clomp. Yeah. What's happening in that bottom panel there? Uh, I'm going from the showcase here, and it's uh, it's all sort of blotted out. 
Oh, uh, bottom panel, they, after Cliff gives him a big clomp on the face there, yeah. dude gets up and zaps him with the eye. Say a prayer to your metal god if you have one, for this is your finish. Uh, okay. Robot man gets zapped in the head and knocked down and falls off a cliff. Oh, no. Cliff has been cliff. Into the ocean. I think it's the ocean. I'm not sure. Maybe it's just mountains. Uh, yeah, it's snowy mountains, I think. Oh, yeah. Either way. Yeah. yeah. So we can stretch her arm down and scoop him up. Yeah. Oof, nice catch, baby. You can play the outfield for my team any day. (laughs) Really, Cliff? Is this the time to be getting on her? That's right. And that's a line. Mm-hmm. Hubba hubba. Uh, back at the ranch, the chief is like, okay, the time is up. Madame Rouge must now be free. He said, he caught him. Yeah. Holds his radio in. He's like, he's got a CD out there. I could break her one nine. <laughs> Attention, Madame Rouge, do you hear me? This is a two way radio unit. Speak and I will hear you. <laughs> but at the, uh, she's a little busy. She's a little bit busy beating the crap out of her up stuff. Yes. And, uh, oh, the evil one is trying to take a knife to the good one. But, uh, good night, good Madame Rouge, uh, gave him the, uh... Knocks her down. Right on. Gets her arm behind her. The yeah. chicken wing action. <laughs> oh, Sacra Blue, she fell on the knife and died. Look, she disappears. I am free. That's right. She's doing the Wicked Witch thing. Turn it into a puddle. If there's rubbery, what, how does the knife even hurt I don't even get that. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll just go to boop, boop. Maybe it's a rubber knife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fatal to her kind. <laughs> uh, I guess it's all symbolic and metaphorical anyway, so. That's right. Anyways, uh, Madame Rouge, answer me. This is the chief. I need your help. And so we cut back to the front where... Uh, three dude, three mutant dudes are running away. Yeah, her uh, has Rita in his arms. Yeah, <laughs> clearly stuff happened in between the panels here. Yeah, wow, they, just, they totally just like uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Rita went from rescuing Cliff to not down in his arms. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and ear says that he stunned Robot Man with his uh, him with his ray shot. Uh-huh. So uh, then I burned through 30 feet, 90 feet of snow and buried and his own hand serves as a chicken stone. <laughs> wow, dang. Ouch. Robot Man and Peter captured and the entire world just 60 minutes away from being barbecued? You missed the next dish. We'll never speak to you again. Oh, oh that's a cliffhanger again. Totally. Oh, who burns? Totally. I wish they had just kept on with this story instead of going where they went. <laughs> instead of going where they went, that's right, because yeah. it is the Beast Boy. Uh, oh, General Beast Boy of the 8th Brigade. <laughs> okay. uh, continuing the saga of Beast Boy. <laughs> saga, saga, saga. Oh, this is funny. They've got him at the front there typing up his memoirs, wearing a little pair of spectacles on top of his mask. Very, uh, very lovely. (laughs) Alrighty, so Beast Boy, he was last, uh, kidnapped from his little tribe of African 
saviors by uh, some blackmailers who killed each other in a very convoluted... It doesn't matter. They're dead now. Beast Boy's crying. He's alone again. However, he will soon be looked after, for Galtry is now in Africa, and he is looking for that little boy. He's like, I'm told that the boy was kidnapped from that village by two notorious crooks, and the African police are telling him, well, we'll try, Mr. Galtry, but Joburg is a big city. This child might be any place. They're clearly not all that concerned. <laughs> whatever, dude. He's like sitting back <laughs> in his chair going, yeah, whatever, some American kid. We're not so concerned. <laughs> and, yeah, 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 yeah. So Galtry's crying away to the police and not far away from the city, another strange cat was getting into the act. And we've got this uh, picture of, I guess, Hitler up in the corner and some dudes doing the Heil Hitler thing. And a little robot head on some uh, some strappy machine there. I don't know if that's that. some sort of torture plant or what's yeah, going on there. Yeah, it looks like there's leg braces and a yeah. chest brace. We will be strapped in there. Yes. Put the evil helmet on. And now our master plan is ready, gentlemen. The glory of the Nazi movement shall be reborn, and we shall lead it in the memory of the immortal Adolf Hitler. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's the, they're not even just pretend Nazis. They're like real Hitler-loving Nazis. Like full-on Nazis. Nazis. That's right. So, uh, let me see. we got these Nazis wandering around this great big experimental power plant thing. Which is uh, maybe hidden in the jungle there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All is well in the conversion units. But we must have one more subject for the experiment. One larger and more powerful than the rest. It is clear. Yes, Herr von Schimmel, at once. We will find the perfect specimen in Johannesburg. And in Johannesburg, we've got the little green-headed kid that nobody seems to be taking any notice of. Because... Because who knows why? <laughs> and he's hungry because he's, you know. He blends into the uh, background of the jungle. That's right. He blends into the leaves. He finds some bananas at a fruit stand and he grabs them. And, of course, that's when people notice him. Stop, little thief. Little green thief. <laughs> Stop. Little green thief. Little green thief. <laughs> and off he runs with the bananas. Past a little sign that says, Teen Beat is now. So, go out, grab your Teen Beat magazine. Ooh. And Beast Boy has some brains. He turns himself into a giant gorilla to eat his bananas. In peace, yeah. In peace. That's right, because gorillas are known for their banana-eating habits. Green gorillas. He's so freaky looking with that stupid hair. <laughs> I know. He's a gorilla, but he's got the big mop top hair. <laughs> he's a very fashionable gorilla. <laughs> he's a beatnik gorilla. <laughs> anyway, as soon as the scene cooled, says Beast Boy, I climbed down and uh, he's in some apartment building looking for a place to sleep. It get late. And uh, the uh, Nazi soldiers are like, ah, there, a perfect specimen. So they grab their handcuffs. <laughs> they were looking for a gorilla all along. <laughs> That's right. And they went into the city as opposed to the jungle, but... That's, well, they're Nazis. They're not that they're, pair, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Anyway, they handcuff uh, Beast Boy, and uh, he's... He, he lets them for some reason. He lets them, yeah. he lets. He's got no <laughs> problem with the handcuffs, and then he realizes, you know what, I don't really like this. So he pile drivers a 
the uh, Nazi on the head there. Right. That's a double axe handle. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my, wrestling moves. <laughs> my wrestling moves are weak. Anyway, head smash, clank, yeah. a womp. And while uh, Beast Boy is uh, growling away there, the other Nazi soldier takes his rifle to the head and cracks him over the head with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they throw Beast Boy in the truck and drive away. Taking him to the end. That's right. Okay. However, once they get in there, they find that Beast Boy has turned himself into a little butterfly. And uh, he's flown away. They, of course, don't realize Beast Boy has become a butterfly. They just... They don't know what's happened to the gorilla. He's escaped. Just disappeared. Just totally disappeared. And Beast Boy is hiding out behind the boxes. Them nasty mans. They want to hurt me when me a gorilla. But why? Me gonna find out. Me betcha they hurt lots of people. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we get uh, to... <laughs> yeah, that baby talk is... Mm-hmm. It's sore, man. I'm sorry that he escaped, says the uh, the leader there. From your description, he sounded like the best specimen we've ever had. Never mind, we'll go ahead as planned. Finish processing the first group, our star pupils. If we succeed, we will convert all the rest. Then, flying our great dead leader's flag, we'll strike. Heil Hitler! (laughs) (laughs) In that conversion chamber, we see... Wall upon wall of of gorillas. A whole bunch of gorillas strapped into them. Yep. They're all strapped in. Their heads are yeah, all... They look like Bahunkle. <laughs> totally. <laughs> They're wearing the red <laughs> tornado <laughs> helmet. <laughs> uh, like, you know, old school Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after a few moments and the conversion is complete, then we shall dumbfound our enemies with an army such as they never dreamed of. Ah, uh, the classic Nazi gorilla scheme. <laughs> exactly. Why the bad man's frighten the gorillas? They like to make gorillas all scared. What for? Beast Boy's watching up from the uh, corners, of course. And shortly, once the gorillas have been released, we see that they are now expert marksmen with the rifles. <laughs> <laughs> and they're able to ride army jeeps. And That's awesome. you got one gorilla straddling two jeeps, <laughs> waving a Nazi <laughs> flag. Roller skates where the other two gorillas drive the jeep. And he carries the big Nazi flag. Flying in the breeze, that's right. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. That would be an awesome cover. They should have made that to cover. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> then we got other Nazis parachuting in. Oh, paratroopers. Look at that. <laughs> it's the greatest armies that ever marched. An army without a mind of its own. They will feel nothing, do anything, and all on a handful of rice per day. I call bullshit. A gorilla, a full-grown gorilla, needs a lot more than a handful of rice per day. At the very least, he's going to want some bananas. Those dudes got to eat lots of sheets and leaves and stuff. Totally. Fruit. They're, yeah, you're going to get the SPCA on that. Nazis are going to bankrupt themselves before this planet even gets off the ground. That's right. <laughs> for fresh food alone. They just did not think it through. Didn't cool. think it through. However, they noticed that the uh, little green butterfly is still flying around. But they think nothing of it. Huh. Butterfly must be fond of this place. Anyway, about that time, Nicholas Galtry gets back to Johannesburg. And uh, he finds out that after two crooks killed each other, neighbors say the child ran off. It must be the boy you're hunting. Except, except for what? Well, the boy's skin, it's green. (laughs) What, says Galtry? What? That's impossible. And yet, it must be the boy. 
perhaps some strange disease or skin disorder. With his money, he'll overcome that. But first, I must find him. I must. And of course, then we get the gorillas. We fly back to the gorilla scene there. This mm, boy yeah, is uh, right. watching from the forest as a as an owl. Oh, God, that's terrible. <laughs> yes, the uh, the gorillas are being marched into the conversion tank by uh, by the dozen. All handcuffed. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. Uh, wait, says Beast Boy. Me no good way to stop them nasty mans. Like when me pull plug in daddy's lab. All lights go out. Now, if only me can find big plug. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So now Galtry oh, is uh, scouring through Johannesburg. I've got to get out of here, but which way do I go? Uh, there's light in that direction. Because he, of course, he upon the conversion. Yes, he's take he's lost in the jungle, <laughs> and he just happens to uh, happens to find his way to the conversion chamber. That building oh. sounds like a generator. He says, "Oof!" However, he's tripped over a wire, an alarm wire, and inside, that's when all Hannah broke loose. Says Beast Boy. <laughs> <laughs> there I was with egg all over my face. He's like grabbing a big wire trying to unplug something oh me in real trouble now could use some friends strong friends and the nazis realize the big green gorilla has returned he's trying to snap the main electric line they want to kill him so they start shooting at him beast boy yells he does the ape cry and that of course causes all the other apes to break loose fight their captors and now you have the ultimate battle of gorilla versus Nazi. Oh yeah! <laughs> Good I can get behind. I don't. I don't care for the dialogue much, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can fight Nazis. That's always a good time. Open hand slap. Couple of feet to the back. Yes. <laughs> Stomping away on the Nazis. Good gorillas. Uh, yeah. Sock them. Smack them. Beat them up. Good. Stump the mud hole in them. They make you into army, but they don't know me going to be your general. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, the battle finishes, and uh, Beast Boy and Galtry finally meet face to face. The little green boy, I found you. Tell me, are you Gar Logan? Yeah, me Gar. And you know me? You Gar's friend. Hooray! Oh, God. So they get into the act. The cops get into the act. They, they give uh, Gar Logan to Galtry. Gar thinks he's got a great, a great friend, and off they go to uh, America. Yay! And I think that would be a great spot to end the Beast Boy uh, story. Back yes, up. I hope they do. They call it the end, so fingers crossed that is actually the end. Oh, that would be nice. Yes. That Beast Boy dialogue. Beast Boy baby talk, yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Let me see. What's in the uh, letter column? Editors say... Oh, they say that they no longer have back issues available. Wouldn't that be nice if you could just call up DC and say, Hey, I would like some back issues, please. Yeah. I guess that happened to them a lot back then. Yeah, yeah. However, they uh, they no longer have any. So if you want the Doom Patrol, you got to subscribe or buy it at your newsstand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, back then, also, there wasn't much in the way of secondary sources either. No. You could go to a comic store or anything like that. It was unheard of. 
exactly. It was either buy it when you see it or you are out of luck. Huh. Yeah, that's about it in the letter column. That's about it. We've got direct currents at the very end. Let me see. What have we got going on here in the DCU? We've got Aquaman facing Claw, Magneto, and Torpedo. Apparently he's doing a crossover with (laughs) the uh, Marvel Universe there. Interesting. They are some sort of three latest foes. Let me see. Wonder Woman is forced to trick all her Amazon sisters on Paradise Island. Who knows? Oh, yeah. How could you? How could you, Wonder Woman? How could you? Oh, and in Teen Titans, they are meeting DJ DJ, the zaniest, kookiest, hippest disc jockey (laughs) ever to hit the airwaves. Oh. Totally slip of the tongue there. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. And, uh, yeah, they always fought the good, the coolest dude. Those guys, totally. DJ, DJ, <laughs> DJ, DJ, the Mad Mod. Yes. All righty. Oh. There we go. That is it. That's it for DC. Oh, last page. They've got an ad for DC on TV. It's Ooh. the Superman Aquaman Hour of Adventure. <laughs> or the Superman Half Hour Adventure followed by Aquaman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, totally. That it was kind of cool, though. From what I remember, they had like, well, here it says they they've got Hawkman, Flash, Teen Titans. Not that the cartoons were great, mind you, but cool that they were on TV. Yeah, oh sure. Totally. I don't remember much about those at all. I other than the Super Friends, I don't think I ever really watched any DC TV shows. Yeah, Super Friends would have been. Like, no. Batman adventures and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman animated yeah, series. Yeah, Super Friends would have been it for the most part. Um, I think the others probably would have been just on in repeats so on some sort of crazy channel that, I don't know, I would have seen just a little bit of. Hmm. In any case, that's it. That's it for us this week, man. You can head on over to doompodtroll.com to see all our episodes or leave comments over there. Or you can send us an email to doompodtroll at gmail.com. Other than that, we will see you next week with a little more... Where can you get back to his vacuum in the Yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. Someone needs to clean. <laughs> Alrighty. We'll catch you all later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.